Welcome into the Train With The Best podcast, a podcast by fit pros for anyone who loves the world of health and fitness and wants to understand it better. I'm Craig Hoffman, a personal trainer, performance coach, and media personality. And I'm Chris Gorez, a 15-year strength and conditioning coach, master trainer, and international educator. And today we're going to talk about rehab and specifically pain during rehab. Now, Chris, I train out of a physical therapy clinic, so I look at, observe people in pain all the time. I, I certainly train some of those people who tr- graduate, if you will, out of physical therapy and into personal training. You have been a rehab guru for years on the personal training side. <laughs> uh, I think you could argue that you're most famous in the, the personal training world for your work on ACL rehab. And so this is a topic that uh, I think speaks to both of us and a lot of our clientele and, and who we work with and uh, things that we've dealt with over the years. And, and the idea of pain management while training is something that actually even goes beyond rehab. And I got this idea for a topic perusing strength and conditioning Twitter this morning and seeing a tweet from Mike Boyle, who's obviously a legend in the industry. And Mike uh, said, whenever I try to train someone through pain, I fail. And a rehab someone through pain, I fail. And a lot of the replies were like, well, here's this scientific paper that says otherwise. Here's this, you know, my experience is different, whatever it may be. And so um, I certainly struggle with this at times of figuring out, like, what's the right amount? Is it zero? Is it slightly more? Like, what do we have to deal with? And uh, it's a complex topic. We probably could do an hour on it. But we'll, we'll talk over the next 20 minutes or so and try to make everyone smarter. Where do you want to start with this? Yeah, I, I think... Uh, First of all, pain is so uh, general, right? There's so many right. different. That's actually types probably of- honestly the best place to start is like the different kinds of pain yeah. that a client uh, may experience while while working out. Yeah, so I mean, and, and everybody's pain threshold is different. Everybody's discomfort level is different. So you know what we call discomfort, stiffness, um, fatigue. You know, the, those can also be classified as pain for somebody that doesn't know their body right or um maybe has a low threshold i don't know i you know it, it's it's different for everybody and, and i think <laughs> the only the only answer that always works is that it depends right it always <laughs> depends on all right that's the, it that's the podcast thanks everybody for right <laughs> it depends on the client the 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 nature of the rehab how far into the rehab we, we're in right like if we're a day after surgery and shit hurts yeah like it's gonna hurt yeah. right yeah. and uh there's some things that we probably should do probably shouldn't do a day after surgery where if we're a year after surgery what would and this stuff still hurts because you never decide you, you never really worked on getting the scar tissue out or mobilizing the patella for instance in, in acl like so there's, there's all kinds of different things um that you have to kind of take into account um and pain is like a data point just like any other data point it's 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 literally just like weighing in on a scale right and you take that data and it doesn't necessarily mean anything on that day but if it persists right if it continues right um then then you know that you're on the right track or on the wrong track when it comes to gaining weight or losing weight when when you're looking at pain if this is something that persists or gets worse with exercise or gets worse with, with a particular movement or gets worse throughout the course of your program, throughout the course of a week or a month or whatever, then that's probably more important than, ooh, this hurts, right? And like, there's just so much more to it, right? 
Yeah, definitely. So to me, in our clinic, the way we operate, and this is both myself and Carly and Ashley, our our PTs, the only strict no-fly zone is sharp pain. If there's sharp pain, that's automatically stop what you're doing. We need to figure out why that's happening. If it's acute, if it's sharp, if it's something that is like instantaneously caused by a movement, then that movement is not good for you. So don't do it. Uh, And find something else or figure let's figure out what the source of that is yeah and, and you know what like your client's face will tell you that your yes. client's face will tell you what kind of pain it is if it's like mm, that that might be something that we can work through or ask more questions to or if it's like like that then that's probably something we should stop you know so watching your client's body language through it all it, it matters yeah coaching who would have thought you have to pay attention <laughs> right um as far as other types of pain go, because like one of the replies to Mike's tweet was, you know, well, I've got a client who comes in at three out of 10 pain. So what am I supposed to do there? Like if, I, if it doesn't increase, I think I'm doing the right job. And I would say, yeah, if, if you can maintain where they're at through motion, like that's obviously a, a good thing. Um, but at the end of the day, sometimes pain is neurological. And so you talked about where you are in that rehab process. And so if you're early on, the pain is probably because things legitimately hurt. And what that's doing, though, is telling the brain, hey, when we do this thing, it hurts. And so as you continue to progress through the process, there's a chance that the brain's just going to be like, hey, this hurts every single time, even though structurally speaking, you're completely safe. And so sometimes you have to get to the point where you work through some of that pain and because otherwise the like that person is never going to have that movement pain-free again if you don't teach them that it's okay to do it without or, or and that the structural nature or the structural integrity of whatever you're working on is going to be fine and so whether it's a knee whether it's an ankle an achilles or whatever you're going to have to introduce some of that movement but i do think it's really important and i've started to use the term microdose with with this like I will microdose some of that movement. I have, for instance, one of my clients who has a bad Achilles. It's chronic at this point, and she like it flares up really badly when she moves laterally. And if it was up to her, she would just never move laterally again. She she literally said the other day, she goes, "Why can't I just turn?" And I was like, "Because sometimes life demands you that you have to hop to the side of something." Um, but obviously, you need to be able to move in multiple directions, and so. I've started microdosing multidirectional movement with her. And at first, it's literally just like a lateral lunge because I don't want her to take that lateral contact. And then we'll do like a lateral step up so it's a little bit more controlled. And then maybe we'll do some lateral hops or some other things. And so microdosing that way up to if in case there is some kind of structural deficiency, whether it be muscular or if there's something wrong in that Achilles still that she that we think is fixed and she hasn't gotten worked out with Ashley or, you know, if God forbid she needs some kind of surgery someday, um, that, that we don't do everything all at once. So even when, when that pain is something that you're going to have to work through a little bit, making sure that it's manageable as opposed to doing too much at once, just like in any other programming, your, uh, your volume is really important. is going to be a, a major key to success. Yeah. And I think what you just defined right there is actually also another part of it that is definitely really general, right? Like the, the statement is, and, and I haven't read the tweet, so maybe you can pull up the tweet. The statement is, if I bring my, if I work my clients through pain, what, what was the statement again? What was the tweet? Uh, so 
Is it uh, if patient comes in with three out of ten pain, very common post op? Would you? No, no, no. What was Mike's? What, don't... what was Mike's? Oh, Mike's. Suit? I think this is the simplest rule of rehab. He linked a, a story from strengthcoach.com. Unfortunately, the link doesn't work. But his, <laughs> he goes, every time I have tried to let people work with, quote unquote, a little pain, I seem to fail. Correct. So, so uh, again, it's not so, such a simple rule. Um, I, that, and let me back up. Mike Boyle is somebody who should be respected in this industry, somebody who's done a lot, has a lot of experience, has a lot of great ideas. He's not the only person that's out there that has great ideas. Um, and sometimes there are people who think that they're the only person that has good ideas. Um, <laughs> now, what, when it comes to that statement, right, like it's not such a simple rule because pain is general and also work through is very general, right? Like right. what you described as working through is is probably a very responsible way to work through pain. All right, this particular thing hurts, but what if – we change this a little bit. What if we change the angle of the resistance? What if I put you into an isometric? What if we just do an eccentric? What if we do, um, you know, you hold this position and and I add something a little bit of a, a little bit of fun to this, where you're not thinking about the anxiety of the movement, but you're thinking about like just playing catch with this balloon with me. You know what I mean? So we right. bring a little bit of joy, and we know how the nervous system responds to joy versus fear. Um, right. So, so there's a lot to be said about what we talked about, how, how do we classify pain? And then how do we classify working through it, right? Because if you do what you just described and, and, and you modify the programs and you make adjustments and you do all those things, that's a very responsible way to work with pain or work through pain. If you just say, I don't care if it hurts, just keep doing it. Yeah, that's probably an irresponsible <laughs> way. Right. Over, oh, squats hurt you? Keep squatting. It's got to hurt. No pain, no gain. Yeah, that's squats. A, that's an irresponsible way of dealing with pain. So, you know, it's not such a simple statement when you say, "Hey, working through pain is a no-no." Like, no, pain is very general, and working through is also very general. The Trade with the Best podcast is brought to you by Super Coffee. And watching our relationship evolve with Super Coffee over the last five years has been really fun. And frankly, it's been quite rewarding for me because as my needs have changed over the last five years of my life, Super Coffee's products have somehow, some way evolved to meet what I'm looking for. Now I train three days a week and I need a grab and go kind of coffee in the morning. Well, not only do they have the same great flavors they've had all along, they've got new ones that are exciting and delicious and quite frankly have become my favorites, the Tasty Pastry Collection, which you can get at drinksupercoffee.com. Also, now I'm doing a lot more espresso stuff at home because we have this brand new fancy espresso machine and Super Creamer is a great fit for all the lattes and cappuccinos that I'm making. So no matter your wants, they've got what you need. Go to drinksupercoffee.com. Use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST for 25% off. The Train with the Best podcast is brought to you by Jaku, the ultimate in speed measurement. Whether you want to run a 100-meter dash, a 200-meter, a 400, uh, an 800, a 40-yard dash, Jaku has it all covered. And there just aren't a lot of timing systems that can say that. And there are even fewer that can say, hey, what if you want to do a 5-10-5 drill or make up your own drill that involves multiple passes past the start-finish line? Jaku can handle all of that, and it does it all from your phone. All you need is a little device that goes on your wrist, or as a coach, you can hold it and give it a little whoosh, get a thing started. And the best part, it's way more affordable than those fancy, expensive, very, very, very expensive lasers. You want to find out how much it costs? Simple. Just go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB, and you'll see a price, and then, then you get to take another 20% off. Yeah, that's right. We'll get you a 20% discount. Go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB. 
What are some of the like key checkpoints for you to get someone out of pain? Because ultimately working through pain is a way to strengthen it and enhance quality of life so that eventually that person is not in pain anymore. So what are some of the ways that you kind of are like the pathway you create with the checkpoints along the way to ultimately get someone out of pain? hundred percent. So for me, like the, the biggest thing that I tell any of my athletes, pain-free or not pain-free is to take ownership of their journey, right? Like whether you want, you want to be in the NFL or, or you want to play uh, middle school football like Marcelo's doing right now, or uh, you want to get back from this ACL surgery, you have to take ownership. So I can't know your body better than you know your body. You have to learn what this is. You have to know what's going on with your body, understand recovery, which is a big thing, understand yes. what we're trying to do, what we're trying to mobilize, what we're trying to stabilize, what are things like proprioception, what, is, what are things like an isometric and eccentric and a concentric contraction. Those are things that I need you to understand. So, you know, for, for me, it's not about me understanding their body. It's about me helping them understand their own body and understand their own pain and their own thresholds of pain, right? Like, is this discomfort? Is this pain? Is this fatigue? Is this sharp shooting? I explain all that so that they can tell me and give me better feedback. Now I'm watching them and I'm watching their body language. I'm watching their face. I'm watching how they respond to the exercises. And then that that, that gives me um, a more effective way to communicate with them and, and really communicate with a knee cause, cause, or, or the injured part, I should say, whatever right. whatever injury that you have. So So now... When I'm looking at the client and I'm looking at their face, I'm not necessarily looking at the movement because, Craig, at this point in my life, I've seen movement a thousand times. I don't need to look at your knee to know what's going on with your knee. I'm looking at your face to see what's going on with your brain. Now I know, hey, is is this actually happening in your knee and that's where the pain is coming from? Or is there some ex- another piece of anxiety that you're holding on to or another pe- piece of fear that you're holding on to? And can, can we talk about that, right? Um and then my, my, my first thing is always get to, when it comes to exercises is to first just to get them into isometrics. Can I mm. actually physically get them into multiple joint angles and hold that joint angle with strength, um, whether it be yielding or overcoming? And, and can you do those and actually contract the muscle? Because without movement in the joint, there's no shearing force. So we've removed a lot of the danger of aggravating an injury or causing more injury like you're just hold you're just literally contracting a muscle at a defined joint angle that's not going to move so those are what i go to first just to get them used to oh yeah like i can use these muscles and it's not going to hurt and then work our way up from there work our way up from a longer either a longer isometric work our way into eccentrics work our way into slow controlled movements increased range of motion challenge the stability and then challenge the strength right so that's like the full spectrum i would say when it comes to exercise but that whole time i'm just watching their face to see hey what's what's your brain telling you when you do this yeah definitely the other thing that i would say from the mental side of it is and this this comes from me working with a bunch of type a people is like (laughs) you got to make people understand that the injury or the pain like if you really want to get out of it it's got to be the priority which means you can't do the same shit you've been doing. Right. Like that's how you got hurt in the first place. And that doesn't mean you can't get back to it. And with a better maintenance plan, you can't get back to it and possibly doing it better. 
but or more like if you're a runner and you're stuck on 10 miles and you really really want to start running 12 like okay we can get there but i'm gonna need you to run five first like i'm, I'm gonna need you to to back off and be smart and build up and, and actually prioritize things like mobility and recovery and i think that part of it is something that is really really hard for a lot of people because it's kind of like hamstrings are the worst with this hamstring mm-hmm. injuries often feel fine till the moment they don't they're not something <laughs> like obviously they will nag you whatever but there's a point in hamstring healing where you're walking around and your hamstring feels great and you might even jog a little bit and it feels fine the minute you start to sprint boom re-injury we're done like another six weeks, another whatever it is, and you start the whole process over again. And there's just something about that muscle that that is very, very common. Is it feels fine, but the minute you try to have that, you know, fully stretched sprint style, you know, impact, if you haven't rehabbed it properly, it, there's a really good chance you're going to feel it. And you may be lucky, and you may just tweak it. You might not like fully re-injure it, but that kind of thing where you feel. Or, you know, like it could, same thing for a knee, an Achilles, uh, an ankle, a shoulder, or whatever. Like, you're not using it. It feels great. So you think, oh, it's time to go back and do the thing that I was doing. I'm healed. Not yet. You need yeah. to not skip steps. And, and making people understand that being smart about the recovery process is actually going to help them get where they want, not trying to rush back there is really, really hard, but also really, really vital. Yeah. And that goes back to letting them, making sure that they understand their body and also understanding the timetables when it comes to the rehab, right? Like, yeah, I want you to get back on the field too, but not now, not next week, not next month, you know? Um, just just having them, again, take ownership of it because I can't be with them 24 hours a day to tell them, do this, don't do this. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to be the one that's smart. You have to be the one that understands, hey, what is my body feeling like right now at the moment what type of recovery did i have did i have a terrible night of sleep uh am i jumping in this too fast if i am going to jump into this am i going to warm up properly you know all those things that can help you take ownership of it because once they do that once they take ownership of it then number one the feedback is 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 more effective because we can communicate on a different level and Two, the trust is different too. I trust them to do the things and not do the things that they're not supposed to do. And they trust me with the information I'm giving them too. So if they leave a workout and they feel great because it was a plyometric power workout and they don't feel sore, they feel like, oh, I don't feel like I really did anything. I think I'm going to go rollerblading. No, no, you're not going to go rollerblading because (laughs) you don't feel this right now. But I promise you tomorrow when you wake up, you're probably going to be sore. And then the next morning they wake up and they're like, you know what? I'm glad I didn't rollerblade because I woke up and it, you were right. I was so sore. I I don't I didn't think that I was going to feel that way. So, right. you know, building up that trust, building up that ownership of 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 the process. Um, that's all. That's all something that you can do from the very beginning. The Train with the Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus, and I swear there are some days that my Momentus is the only thing that gets me by. I have been upping, as we're talking about, my training load quite a bit lately, and recovery has become a bigger challenge because my body's under a lot of stress. By the way, it's also affected by, as we'll talk about in a few minutes, the stress of 
schedules and just the reality that doing a daily radio show has added a lot of other things into my life. And so making sure my nutrition is on point is really, really, really important. And to make sure that I'm able to get the nutrients I need on the micro level, all the vitamins and minerals, momentous essential multivitamin has become essential for me. So as elite sleep, vitamin D, magnesium, every single day, I just have my routine and it's really easy to make sure I get what I need. And my recoveries have shown that when I don't take that stuff, there's a significant drop-off. So if you want to make sure that you're literally getting on my level, it's good for you too. It's really got nothing to do with me. You go to livemomentous.com, use the code train with the best, and you can get 25% off your first order. That's train with the best at livemomentous.com. The train with the best podcast is brought to you by blaze pod. And in some of these quick workouts where I'm trying to keep my volume low, BlazePod is actually a great tool to help me with my warm-up. It makes sure that my brain is turned on, my CNS is engaged, and that I'm not wasting a bunch of time when I don't have it and I'm trying to keep my training volume and my training time, the time that I am switched on, to a minimum. If it takes you longer to switch on, well, that's time you're never going to get back. So whether it's for a balance drill or whether it's a quick agility drill, whether it's some other way that I organize and use the blaze pods to get me going, not only physically, but mentally, it is one of, if not my favorite tool in my bag. So go to blazepod.com, use the code TWTB for 15% off. That's TWTB for 15% off at blazepod.com. I think that also gets to expectation setting and we can wrap with kind of this thought, which is you need to be honest with your clients about what it is that they're going to experience. And that involves the knowledge to know that in the first place, like you need to be able to tell them, yeah, this is going to feel good. This is probably not going to feel very good, you know, but if it is going to feel good, then we're going to stop there and we're going to walk out of here feeling good and make that the expectation. We don't need to feel pain. You know, we started this talking about how do you manage someone experiencing pain? Well, as you get them out of it, hopefully there's a point where they're not feeling that anymore and you can tell them like, hey, we should be able to run, to use my 10 miler example, we should be able to run five and it feel pretty good, but I don't want you to run six. I don't want you to run seven because we haven't done that yet. Yeah. We'll run that next week and it's something to look forward to yeah. and we're going to slowly build it up over time and you know, it, yeah. it's going to feel like forever, but if we go a mile a week, like you'll be at eight, nine by the end of the month. And in six weeks, you'll be, you'll be up to 10 again. Yeah. And so just, we need to have a little bit of patience and, and not skip steps and we'll hit all these checkpoints along the way and, and be excited about them. And, and that's also coaching too, right? Is being excited for the success, even if it's not the ultimate end goal, like being excited, finding things to celebrate along the way, yeah. and managing the personality, managing the human being is essential and that's that's important and if you're steve kerr managing you know an nba <laughs> roster during an 82 game season and another 20 games in the playoffs or if you're a strength and conditioning coach managing uh middle school or even even a corporate athlete right it doesn't have to be a, a, a sport athlete managing anybody a human being coming off of an injury or coming off of something hurting it doesn't even have to be a full-on injury managing expectations is always essential and there's really good and important ways to do that uh, when it comes to training around and, and training through pain. Yeah. And, and a part of managing expectations, I would say is also managing the expectations of what they should feel after n not just like every stage of the rehab, but, uh, but also managing expectations of what they should feel after each workout and, and getting them to understand. I think this is a big one, especially for corporate athletes 
You don't have to feel like absolute dog shit after every workout to know that it was a good workout. You can get in, do some stretching, do some functional mobility, do some stability, get just the right amount of strength work in and leave there feeling great. And it's a great workout. You don't have to crawl out of there like and say, oh my God, my trainer killed me today. That must have been a great workout. No, that's that's not the standard for what a good workout is. So I think I think part of that too is just changing what people's standard is because they come in with this expectation that like and, and sometimes we're a part of that expectation because there there are workouts where yeah you're you're gonna this is gonna challenge you especially when we do what uh what cut seven calls heart day right like this is right. this is gonna challenge you but not every day is gonna feel like that we're gonna come in and we're gonna come in on some days and we're just gonna manage stuff we're just going to maintain stuff and we're gonna work on range of motion things like that you don't have to feel like you were thrashed to say like we got results today totally and that's something that i love is i've gotten to the point where my clients really understand that they walk out going man i feel so much better than when i walked in and i'm like and and i will tell them every single time they say that it's exactly what i want every time you walk in here even when i thrash them i want them to walk out feeling better than when they walked in and obviously if we're dealing with pain uh that should be that should be the case as well hopefully they walk out feeling better than when they then when they walked in all right if you want more from us uh on instagram at trainer gores at train with the best 21 at craig underscore hoffman if you do want to follow us on twitter at twtb21 a schedule's been a little crazy lately but hopefully we'll get back to being a little more active on social media as we close out the summer and and get back to providing you guys with some good content so make sure that you are following along and we promise the content will be coming uh we've back next week uh try to have this out monday morning or at least by monday afternoon every single week uh we're, we're as i said the the radio show has thrown a nice little wrench into our equation <laughs> so we are uh we are fidgeting with the schedule uh, a little bit but we will try to settle on a time and if you guys have any feedback shoot us a message at train with the best 21 of when you would like to make sure that you have the pod as part of your routine all right with that uh thanks for listening we'll see you next week this has been the train with the best podcast <laughs> <laughs>